Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Through education, motivation, and implementation, we will bridge the gap between knowing and doing so we can master fat loss naturally and help you reach your highest potential. Let's get started. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton, and good news, it sounds like my voice is returning. It's not 100% yet, but we are getting there. And I want to talk today about some of the most common excuses that we make, and I think, that we really believe. We don't really question them. We don't really investigate to see how valid or how true they are, but we certainly default to them when we're in a funk, when we're feeling frustrated, and it's holding us back. We are almost halfway through 2016. This is the sixth month of the year, and I really, really want you to capitalize on the next few months because... As I say in my fat loss fast track groups all the time, like they're going to fly by and it's just not worth getting to December again and thinking, I really wanted to make more progress. Gosh, why didn't I do it again? And then feeling defeated and feeling frustrated. I can promise you that you will not get to December and be thinking, dang, I'm really glad I drank so much all year. It was totally worth not losing the weight I wanted to lose or I'm so glad I kept giving in to all of those treats because they were totally worth it. And I'm really glad I didn't make any progress. No way. You will never feel that way. You won't. On the flip side, I think many of us will go into December feeling a little bit disappointed with our lack of consistency and like we wasted more time, like we had an opportunity to make some changes and we didn't capitalize on it. Obviously, one of the ways that I really want to help people reach their goals is with the small groups that I run, the 90-Day Fat Loss Fast Tracks. Uh, And before we dive into excuses today, I want to give you a heads up that the Summer Fat Loss Fast Track begins on July the 10th, and it is limited uh, in size because... I want to make sure that I can know everybody and help everybody. Uh, So there's a wait list right now. I'm going to be opening it up in a couple of weeks, first come, first serve. And the first people to get a crack at it are going to be the folks on the wait list. So if you go to primalpotential.com right now, there is a banner at the very, very top of the page where you can get on the wait list, or you can just go to primalpotential.com forward slash summer dash one six sixteen dash wait dash list. I know that's like a super annoying URL. I'll link to it in the show notes or you can just get there on the homepage. But if you're interested in the Summer Fat Loss Fast Track, which is 90 days of coaching with me specific challenges to make sure you don't get to December and feel like, 
what the heck did I do with the year? Why am I in this position again? Definitely get on the wait list. I'll be opening up the wait list in the next couple of weeks for the July 10th launch. And I'd love to get to know you. I, I mean, it, I don't know that it's right for you, but we'll figure that out when I open it up. I'll talk about who it's for and who it's not for, who I really want to work with, who probably isn't right for this right now, um, which is totally fine. I want to be selective and I want you to be selective, but to even know if it's right for you, I would recommend being on the wait list because for the spring group, we filled up like almost immediately. So if you're interested in learning more, if you're interested in understanding what it's about and seeing if it's the right fit for you, definitely get on the wait list. I'll link to it in the show notes as well as it is a homepage, a uh, little pop-up at the top of the primalpotential.com website, right on the top at the homepage. So let's talk about some of the biggest excuses I hear. I want you to identify them because when you understand, sometimes we don't even realize they're excuses. Sometimes they're just such a part of our internal narrative that they seem normal. They've always been there and we don't even recognize what they are and what they're doing. I want to help you silence your inner critic, your inner saboteur, the person that is really trying to keep you from making progress, to keep you in your comfort zone. Because for all of us, myself included, we can either make progress or make excuses. This is true with health, with fat loss, with business, with relationships. We can make progress or we can make excuses. We can take ownership or we can pass the buck. We can change our thinking or we can change and we can we can change our thinking or we can stay the same. Okay, I want to help you recognize these repeat excuses, these repeat lies, these repeat stories that we tell to talk ourselves out of doing the work. Because as long as we believe them, these stories, as long as we engage with them, as long as we surrender to them, we're not going to get where we're trying to go. And I'm telling you, it is worth it. You want to achieve your goals. You might not always want to do the work, but if you keep talking yourself out of it, if you keep giving yourself all these reasons why today's not the day or why you're not the person or why it's too hard for your body, you're holding yourself back. You want to achieve your goals. Achieving your goals feels so much better than staying trapped by your excuses. It feels so much better than how it feels to limit your potential. In uh, my Fat Loss Fast Track veteran group, which is the folks who have been through um, a Fat Loss Fast Track before, they've worked with me one-on-one -on -one as opposed to the new folks who it's their first time through. One of the things we say in my veteran group very regularly, especially lately, is it feels amazing to feel amazing. And that might seem kind of like, what? It feels amazing to feel amazing? That's how we remind ourselves that we get to choose to create that feeling, we are in charge. If we don't feel good, if we don't feel happy, if we don't feel proud, we can change that. It's not a sacrifice to get up early and start the day strong. It's not a sacrifice to prepare fat loss friendly foods we enjoy that help us reach our goals. It's not a sacrifice to say no thank you to the pizza because it feels amazing to feel amazing. And that's better than the food. It's better than the laziness. It's better than the excuses. One of my uh, clients posted in the group the other day, she said, I'm looking at it right now. She said, Elizabeth, I think some of the truest words you've ever spoken are, I'll start tomorrow is a lie. It's such a big, bold, blowing smoke out your rear 
lie. It's taken me months to believe it and to put it into action. Some days I forget and then it hits me over the head again and again and again. So grateful for you this morning. And then she posted a picture of the words, stop thinking, just do it. Stop thinking, just do it. Stop thinking I'll start tomorrow. Stop thinking about your strategy for Monday. Stop thinking about what happened yesterday and just do it. And when I saw her picture, I commented, because we've got a private group, um, I commented and I said, save time, save energy, fast track your results by turning off the thought faucet. Do the work without the hostage hostage crisis level negotiation. How many times do we do this dance, this internal monologue? Should I, shouldn't I? Well, maybe tomorrow, if I do this this time, I mean, I've been pretty good. I haven't eaten much today. I got in a good workout. Enough. Stop thinking. Just do the work. These excuses are the opposite of doing the work. These three common excuses that I see, they are the epitome of thinking instead of doing. They are the epitome of getting trapped in your head, held hostage by your thoughts, and investing more energy in thinking than in doing. One of the common ones I hear, and this is pure ego, pure defensiveness, passing the buck, is nothing works anyway. Nothing works anyway. My body is broken. I've tried everything. Nothing works. Listen, here's what you mean when you say that. You either mean that you haven't done the work or that you haven't been patient enough to find and consistently implement what works for you. Seriously, when you say nothing works anyway, my body is broken, you either mean I'm not doing the work, but I don't want to be that direct with myself because it kind of stings. I don't want to check my own ego. I haven't been consistent, but nothing really works. Nothing works for me. I'm too old. It's my hormones. I've wrecked my metabolism. Either you haven't done the work and you're not ready to own that, or you haven't been patient enough to find and consistently implement what really does work for you. Because, I mean, I'm not sorry to say, this is just life, what works for your sister might not work for you. What works for your colleague might not work for you. What works for your spouse might not work for you. In fact, what worked for you 10 years ago might not work for you. And I'm not sorry because that's life. Because that's life. And here's one thing that I will tell you is true almost without exception. And I say almost, most people who say this, well, nothing really works for me, are not doing the work consistently, period. Period. Because our bodies just aren't that broken. Now, doesn't mean that most of us don't have some degree of hormonal dysregulation. Sure, we do, but that is not permanent. It is not. It is not. You cannot bring your level five effort and expect level 10 results. You cannot bring level five consistency and expect level 10 progress. And many people are willing to be very critical of others, very critical of what other people do and how often they do it, but not so willing to bring that critical eye to, am I really doing the work? Am I bringing my best effort? You can be the kind of person who says, whatever, nothing works anyway, it's not worth trying. Or you can be the kind of person who says, 
I'm not going to stop trying. This is worth it. I am worth it. I want to feel my best. I'm doing this for health and I know something works for me. I have to be willing to do the work. I don't need it to be easy, right? This is more about me than it is about the strategy and I am not going to stop. I am just going to do it. I am going to put one foot in front of the other. But you can also choose to tell yourself that nothing works. That's that's your prerogative. You can tell yourself that it's not worth it. That's your prerogative. But I would say that if you're taking that stance, you're placing the blame on something other than your actions or your lack of dedication. Now, I'm not saying that you haven't been consistent with a strategy that hasn't worked for you. So what? It's kind of like when you're in college and you study a certain way and you bomb a test and you think I did the work. What the heck? What's wrong with me? Hey, listen, maybe that way of studying isn't the way that is most effective for you. So that's on you. That's not on the material. You don't get to give yourself a free pass because you studied. You don't get to give yourself a free pass, period. You either find what works for you or you stop complaining about it. Another common one I hear is, I don't want to miss out. Life is so short. I want to be able to indulge. I don't want to have to tell myself no. And I agree that life is short. And I also agree that we don't want to miss out. But I will tell you for sure that I was missing out a whole lot more on life, on happiness, on confidence, on health, on energy when I wasn't missing out on food. I'm missing out a whole lot less now because I have more energy, because I have more confidence, before, because I have more opportunity. Even though you might look at my food choices and suggest that I'm missing out, I'm like, actually, compared to the way life was, compared to how I felt when I was almost 350 pounds, compared to the things I limited myself from, the things I didn't want to do because I wasn't comfortable or I wasn't confident or I had so much insecurity, I'm not missing out. Is sugar really what you don't want to miss out on? Is alcohol really what you don't want to miss out on? I want want to ask you a question. Are you happy? I had this conversation with one of my clients the other day, and I think it's really telling. Right now, are you happy with your choices? Are you happy with your body? Are you happy with your health? Are you happy with your relationship with food? Just are you happy? I would say... Probably you could be happier. It probably ranges from, I mean, kind of, to no, I'm not. Look at your ideal life. If you could orchestrate the perfect day, the perfect way you feel about your body, the perfect relationship with food, what would that look like? I asked one of my clients to go through this exercise the other day. From the time you wake up to the time you go to bed, to every choice you make, every thought you have, what's the ideal? What you eat, how you act, what you look like, what you wear, what your home looks like. How would that life make you feel? To be in your ideal body, to have your ideal state of health, to have your ideal relationships. When you go through that exercise, and some of you won't, that's okay. When you go through that exercise, does that sound or feel like missing out? Reality check for one second. 
Reaching your goals doesn't mean never eating your favorite indulgences. Reaching your goals doesn't mean that the foods you love are permanently off limits. So stop pretending that it does. That's just how you talk yourself out of doing the work. That's not real. If you're telling yourself, well, but I really love, you know, this was, <laughs> gosh, this is telling. I really loved Hostess Cupcakes. If I want to have a Hostess Cupcake today, guess what? I can. Guess what? That doesn't keep me from my goals. Guess what? That doesn't make me go back to 350 pounds. I can do that if I want to do that. I don't have to miss out on something that I love. I don't. So if you're pretending that that's true, that's just you talking yourself out of doing the work. You giving yourself an easy out because you don't feel like it. I used to walk myself through my ideal day in my head to talk myself out of this argument that I would be missing out to make good choices. And I would tell myself, I want to be the kind of person who wakes up first thing in the morning when my alarm goes off, feeling rested and feeling excited about the day, not feeling exhausted and thinking, oh, God, I don't want to go to work. I don't want that. I want to be the kind of person who wakes up excited, rested, ready to tackle the day. I want to be able to walk into the bathroom in the morning and love the reflection in the mirror. I don't want to have to not turn the lights on, which is what I used to do, not turn the lights on, not look in the mirror because I didn't want to see what was looking back at me. No, no, no. I want to walk into the bathroom in the morning, love the reflection I see in the mirror. I want to love and feel proud of my strong arms, my defined shoulders, my flat belly, my lean legs, my curvy hips. I want to look forward to working out in the morning because I feel like an athlete and it's fun for me. And I like that high I get from working out. I want to feel calm and accomplished in the kitchen. I don't want to feel stressed about food. I don't want to doubt my ability to stop. I don't want to doubt my ability to make good choices. I want to look forward to them feeling calm and accomplished. I want to walk into my closet after taking a shower and feel awesome about every option hanging in front of me. I want to be able to step into any pair of jeans and feel lean and sexy. I want to be able to walk into any store and know that there are options for me here. I want to focus my days on being productive and building meaningful relationships. I don't want to focus my days on regret and food stress. I want to be stress-free and confident and calm. And when I think about those things, none of that feels like missing out. That is a perspective choice. When you bring your mind to what you want, to what you are capable of creating, you will realize super fast that's not a sacrifice. In fact, missing out is when you make choices that keep you from that ideal you want that ideal that feels amazing. Missing out is when I overindulge and create a situation where I feel heavy and thick and lethargic. Missing out is when I choose to skip my workouts and feel kind of tired all day instead of creating energy and pride by pushing myself. If you feel like reaching your goals is missing out, it's time to dig deep, get real, and look closer at what you really want. Another excuse I hear all the time, every day, is I have no self-control. You have what you choose to have. 
Self-control isn't an advanced degree you have to earn. It's a decision you make in the moment. If you tell yourself you have no self-control, you're choosing to limit your capability, right? Having self-control or not isn't like being fluent in Spanish or not. Many times we tell ourselves we have to like earn it. We have to go through months and weeks or years of hard work and discipline to create self-control. No, you are self-controlled when you exercise self-control in a moment, period. It's not some badge of honor you earn after a set amount of time of depriving yourself. No, make a self-controlled choice right now. There, you've now proven to yourself that you have self-control. But if you want to tell yourself that you don't, That's your choice. That is how you are choosing to limit yourself to make yourself feel better. Like it's not really your fault because it's just not in the cards for you because you don't have this thing that is needed to get there. Bull, you can do it right now and then you have it. Instead of telling yourself, I don't have self-control, I've just never really been motivated, stop that thought faucet faucet that is limiting you. Stop that internal debate. Practice self-control right now. I can practice self-control by stopping this late night snacking right now. Whatever it is that I'm sitting on the couch with, munching on, I can put it away. Whatever bag of almonds has been open on my desk and I'm randomly pulling my hand into it over and over and over, mindlessly eating, I can stop that right now. Guess what? That's self-control. Congratulations. You did it. I was talking to a client yesterday, I think, on the phone. And she was saying that sometimes she has a little bit of fear around food, specifically fear around indulgences. Like if she decides to indulge, that that might lead to more, that that might create a downward spiral, that she won't be able to stop. And as she explained this to me, I jumped in and I said, time out. We were talking specifically about Triscuits and cheese, okay? And she said, I just really love every once in a while having some Triscuits and cheese, but I feel like if I start, that will lead to more and it will create a situation where I go overboard. And I said, time out. Triscuits do not lead to anything. Triscuits do not create anything. You do. Only you. And you have the same ability to stop and be finished whether you are eating Triscuits or you are eating cucumber slices. It doesn't matter. It has nothing to do with the food. You have the same ability. It's all about you. But if you convince yourself, if you tell yourself this story that certain foods have this power to lead to X, Y, Z, to create a situation where you're not in control, you are basically saying, I don't have the power, the food has the power, and that is not true. That is an ego thing, mostly subconscious. We mostly just do it not thinking, but it removes our personal responsibility and it blames it on the food. Once I start with such and such, I just can't stop. Of course you can. You have the same physical ability, but if you tell yourself you don't, then you're less likely to stay in control because you're passing the control to something else. You're passing the control to something that has no control. You have the same ability to stop as you do any other time. You can create an overeating situation out of the clear blue sky, or after a handful of Triscuits. It's totally on you, and that is the good news. So what I said to her is, 
you have to prove this to yourself through a demonstration of your self-control, which means if Triscuits and cheese is her thing, then you get the Triscuits with the cheese, you put them on a plate, you sit down, you enjoy them, and then it's done because you say to yourself, even if you want to go back to that box, even if you want to go have more, you say, you know what, I'm done because I need to prove to myself right now that I am fully in control because I am. And so I prove that in this situation where I put the box up and I go to bed. I put the box up and I go back to work. You have whatever self-control you tell yourself you do. You have total self-control in every situation, but if you excuse it away, if you pass the buck, if you tell yourself you don't, you're kind of screwed. And that's a choice. And many people will do that to justify an indulgence, to say, well, it wasn't really me. It's because I started. And once I start, I can't really stop. Bull, you made a choice. You can make a different choice. If you continue telling yourself that you don't have power, you're going to live a life that reflects a lack of power. That is missing out, my friends. That is holding yourself back. That is limiting your potential. And I really hope that you won't do that. I really hope that you will begin to see through the lies you tell yourself, come back to your place of power and say, there is no food that has more power than me. In fact, there is no food that has any power at all. There is no food that has any power at all. And I'm tired of my excuses. I've spent enough years making these excuses. I'm done with it. I'm over it. I am living a life where I am in control of my choices, where I am in control of my health, where I am in control of my progress towards my goals because I've done it the other way long enough and I'm not interested in doing it anymore. All right, let's wrap up with what I ate yesterday. I'm trying out a sample of a product that I was contacted about. It's a whole foods-based product. I will, uh, I had it in the morning before my workout with some coffee. I will tell you guys more about it once I get my questions answered about it. I'm still waiting to hear back from the owner for a couple of questions I had. Um, But good, bad, indifferent, my thoughts you will get uh, once I get some questions answered about the product. Then after my workout, I had bacon and eggs with spinach. I had two slices of bacon, three eggs, and probably like three or four cups of spinach that I just kind of cooked down. I don't really like raw spinach. It makes my teeth squeak. I know that sounds weird, but it's true. Um, And then dinner was salmon cakes with a very large salad. And then a couple hours later, I was hungry. So I had two spoonfuls of coconut butter just out of the jar because I was hungry and I had dinner early. So I ate something. Anyway, I really hope you will start to look at the stories you're telling yourself, the way you're limiting your power and your potential and change it. Stop holding yourself back. Talk to you guys soon. Have a great day. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Primal Potential Podcast, where my goal is not to inform you, but to transform you. And if you would like to receive free motivation and strategy and recipes, workouts, meal ideas every week right to your inbox, just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44 222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. It's a great way to get the tools, the strategies, and the practical implementation assistance that you need to create your own transformation between podcast episodes. Just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. See you there.